Welcome back to Six Coffee and Conversation. Today's topic is about talking to your kids about suicide. So I've done a couple of posts or episodes before, uh, one about bullying, um, one about human trafficking, how to build self-esteem and confidence in your child. Uh, so this one I felt like was a super important topic to bring up just because many of us out there you know, reposts or stories that come on Facebook or on social media, or we hear, you know, things that are happening in the news. And necessarily, sometimes we feel like we should have that conversation with our kids, but we don't know how to go about having the conversation with our kids. And so I felt like just being a mom and just having past experience of talking to both my boys about this subject and really just listening to them in the event of their situations that they've had come up in their past, I felt like this was the way that I could really just maybe help give you moms out there and ladies out there the advice on how to talk to even a friend or friend of family, uh, your own children, maybe someone you know, um, on how to look for one, the warning signs, two, to be knowledgeable about it, and three, how to give the advice properly. Um, so I felt like it was so important for me to do this and what really sparked it even more was yesterday on my post, I shared a link with you guys. I don't know if you guys were able to see it about a nine-year-old little girl in, uh, Birmingham, Alabama, who recently took her life due to being bullied at school. So if you do have time. Uh, definitely listen to my bullying podcast as well as my human trafficking one. Um, those two are so important to listen to because one, bullying tells you the warning signs. It talks about is your child the bullier, which is the aggressor, or your child's being bullied, how to deal with it, how to face the school, how to deal with the issue with the other parents, um, which is a really good topic about. And then the other one is human trafficking, which I'm very passionate about just because it can happen. I have had moms come and tell me things have happened to their children. And um, it's so important to have the knowledge about human trafficking, have the tools to provide to, for yourself and your kids how to keep them safe um, in the event that you know a predator is after them. Um, and just really give your kids the knowledge about being aware and that it can happen to them. So. Um, those are my two most passionate topics I talk about, and this will be my third um, one that I want to talk about. But, you know, it was just so sad to see that post and just to hear the mother talk about how she felt like, you know, she was so sad that her daughter didn't have an alternative option to come to her and tell her what's really going on or how she emotionally felt that she would just take her own life. So I felt like you know, I had to share this information with you moms out there um, and you ladies out there as well um, about this topic. So the biggest issue that I found is that every parent would like to believe that suicide is not relevant to them or their family or friends. But the reality of that situation is it is all too relevant for all of us. It is the second leading cause of death for youth. And it starts at the ages of 10 
to 24. So this young lady was nine. So that means that it's even getting younger, which is so scary. Um, and what's even more disturbing is that 17.7% of high school students have admitted to thinking about suicide. And 9% of them have actually made an attempt. The unfortunate truth is that suicide can happen to any kid, any family, at any time. So you are not off the brand. Just because you may have a well-structured life with your kids or an open-door policy with your kids, that it cannot happen to you. You have to be in the reality that it can, um, you know, that it can happen to your family and that it can happen to your kid and it can happen at any time. So you ask, how do you deal with the reality of it? Well, once you acknowledge that you put suicide as much of a risk for your kid, just as if texting while driving, not wearing a seatbelt while driving, using drug or alcohol, having unprotected sex. If you have taken those first steps in prevention, then you talking to your child about these other behaviors, which can put them at a personal risk, suicide should be no different. It's something that you can and should talk about with your children. It is a must if you are trying to prevent them from catching sexual transmitted diseases, if you are putting the risk of them using drug and alcohol, if you're putting the risk that they have to wear a seatbelt when they're driving or not texting while they're driving or not exceeding the speed limit, then suicide should be on that same line of risk that you need to be talking to your kids about. The contrary myth of this is why I think most of us don't want to talk to our kids about it is that talking about suicide cannot plant the idea in someone's head. So you've heard people like, well, girl, you shouldn't really talk to your kids about that because you're like giving them permission to do it or you're giving them the idea that that's an option or alternative plan. No, you're not doing that. What you're doing is giving your kids the knowledge of suicide and you're also giving them permission to have that open line of communication with you or someone that they feel safe with to discuss their feelings and emotion in the event that they feel like nothing else is working and they don't have an alternative solution to that. I feel like that it is often kept as a secret and then secrets that are exposed to rational light of day often become less powerful and scary. You also give your children, like I said, permission to bring up the subject again in the future. Timing is everything. So do it now because it is so important to have this conversation with your kids now, not later, not when they're older, 
not when they feel overwhelmed or stressed. It's it's something that you want to give them the knowledge of now so they know how to deal with this knowledge or if they're not capable of dealing with this knowledge and coping skills that they have a resource, which is you, to provide this information to them. So the best time to have these conversations with your kids is obviously a time where you have their undivided attention. Um, you know, so maybe in the car, you know, on the way home, um, you know, maybe at dinner, maybe before they go to bed, whenever you have that set time to talk to your kids, you definitely want to have their full undivided attention and you want to be able to just really bring this conversation up. Um, so a lot of us are thinking, well, how do I even bring the conversation up? What do I say to my kids? I don't know what to say. So that's a really good question. So in the event that you're ready to talk to your kids about suicide, um, one of the ways that you can do that is either saying, for example, I saw this post yesterday, you know, that came up on my, on my Facebook page, you know, or I was watching the news yesterday and this story came up and I just thought that, you know what, maybe I should have this conversation with you. So just use ways that you can insert to make it comfortable for yourself. Um, it is going to feel weird at first, um, but once you get in the comfortability of talking about it, it becomes less stressful, less tense, less uncomfortable. Um, another way of trying to do it is, um, you know, maybe asking them, hey, I saw that your school had, you know, a suicide prevention program. What is that? Um, so that you can kind of maybe bring up a conversation for them to enlighten you about. Um, if this is a hard subject to talk about or to admit it, um, you know, then, you know what, tell your kids that something that, you know, what is uncomfortable for you. Don't, you know, make it seem like you're super comfortable about it because no one wants to be super comfortable about talking about suicide with your kids. Um, another also way to do that is think out loud about it. Script it a little bit. Say it out loud a few times. Get comfortable with yourself in the mirror so that when you're ready to talk to your kids, you've already got those little jitters out, okay? It is not something easy to talk about. I think when I talked to both my boys about it, it was just very awkward. But um, I, like I said, I used the, my personal tool that worked for me was I saw a post about a girl who did it. And I actually watched this um, a series. It's a little older now for my youngest son, but um, it's on Netflix. I think it's, 13 reasons um, and it's a really good one that you can sit if you have older kids where she um, experienced different things in high school so this is more for my tweens um, and you know she committed suicide and you know this is something that you could sit with your kids um, and just watch together and kind of get their point of view and how they feel about it um, maybe to bring up a conversation. Um, and then the other thing, like I said, is if you feel uncomfortable, you know, 
let your kids know, like, I'm not super comfortable about this topic, and I know that you're probably not going to be either, but I think we need to have this conversation. By doing that, you're acknowledging your discomfort, which to them, and they're acknowledging their discomfort to you, and you're opening that line of communication, um, you know, and you're giving that child permission to tell you that they're uncomfortable about it. Um, because then that's the next step of asking the probing questions to them. So you can always ask your child, you know, um, and be very direct about it. You know, what do you think about suicide? Is this something that any of your friends are talking about? Have you ever thought about it yourself? What about your friends? And then step back a little bit and listen to what your child has to say about it. You've already asked the question, so simply consider your child's answers to it. Now, if you hear something that worries you, be honest about that too. Um, so your approach can be, you know, what you're telling me has really got my attention. You know, I need to think about it some more. Um, you know, let's talk about it again. Because I know you're probably thinking, what did they just tell me? You know, all this information is coming to you. Um, you know, and find ways to make sure that you talk about it later if you need to step back and really take all of that information in because then that gives you the next ability how to approach your children about it. Don't overreact and don't underreact. Um, so overreaction will close off any future communications on this subject. So if you overreact to what they're telling you and you freak out, they're never going to tell you again. So don't do that. Um, if you underreact, especially in relation to suicide, it is often just a way to make ourselves feel better. And any thoughts or talk of suicide, you know, should always be revisited. So if you've heard your kids in the past that says, I don't want to live anymore, I just want to die, you know, I hate my life, you know, you definitely want to revisit those emotions and find out what's going on because they're saying things to you that make them feel like whatever that situation that they're facing, there's no alternative situation. Sometimes our kids are just saying things that they actually don't really need, but we need to get clarity on that. And it's also a way for us to be looking for warning signs in the event that something else is happening with that. Um, remember that, you know, suicide is an attempt to solve a problem that seems impossible to solve in any other way. So they have used all the lies or utilized, I'm sorry, all of their resources that they feel like nothing else will help. And this is their only solution, you know, and this definitely is not their only solution. Obviously, you know, you definitely want to, um, let them know that there is other ways to help them solve the problem. You know, ask about the problem that's creating the suicide thought. What is happening, you know, that you feel like you have no other choice? Because at that point, there might be a need of, you know, obviously seeking, um, you know, professional help from a mental health illness, you know, provider, um, you know, talking to a therapist, something of that nature. So, Definitely want to find out what the issue is. And then if it's something minor where you can, you know, redirect them on, you want to come back and ask them about, 
hey, I know you were having an issue with this and this. How is that situation now? Is it better? You know, do we need to figure out more tools or more options? You know, so don't forget to just like sweep it under the rug. You definitely want to go back to it. Um, the other thing is there are some possible warning signs that can um, be looked at. Um, and the word how suicidal prevention describes it is the word facts. So F-A-C-T-S. Okay, and I'll break them down individually. So F is feeling. So that's loose of control, feeling anxious, helplessness, uh, worthlessness, worried, angry, um, you know, any of those emotions that you're seeing in your kids that you haven't seen before or signs you want to look for. Action is that, um, especially if you notice that they are talking about it, um, taking dangerous risks, you know, they're withdrawing from activities. Um, they begin to use substance abuse as the, you know, next step, so alcohol or drugs. Uh, changes is referring to the personality and uh, behavior in your kids. So their sleep pattern, their eating habits, their loss of interest in friends. Um, they become, you know, withdrawn, um, sudden improvement after a period of being down or withdrawn. Um, so you definitely want to watch those patterns. Necessarily, they don't always subside to suicide, but there could be other things that are psychologically going on with your kids that you want to kind of pay attention to. Threats. So this conveys some sense of hopelessness, um, you know, preoccupation of death. So something like life doesn't seem, you know, work sometimes. I wish I was dead. Um, you know, maybe heaven's got it better than got to be better than this plans of making suicide attempts, you know, giving away things, um, they're Googling or searching ways to die, uh, maybe looking to get a weapon, um, getting hold of your medication, uh, you know, suicide attempts, like overdosing or cutting, you definitely want to seek, you know, one nine one one, and then two, you know, go to your local mental health provider to get further, you know, assessment and help for your child. And the last one is situations um, that can serve as a trigger. So it can be anything from like a loss or a death, um, humiliation, rejection, failures. Um, they're getting in trouble at home or with the law. And they're break, you know, breakups, and impending changes, which can, which can affect your child where they feel fear or they're unprepared or they're scared. Um, so if you don't notice any of these things in kids who have either experiencing these emotions or have been impulsive, made previous suicide, suicide attempts or threats or seem vulnerable in any way, you should definitely, definitely reach out, uh, you know, to a mental health professional to get more help. And in event that your kids may not necessarily feel comfortable, you know, coming to you, let them know that the National Suicide Prevention Line um, is there to help as well. Uh, the Lifeline provides 24-7 free and confidential support for people in distress. So 
preventions and crisis resources. So they have every possible resource that they can give you in your area, in your state, in your community to help with this. Um, they even have like a, a mobile uh, resource that comes out if your kids are really feeling, you know, that they're going to do something that's really going to harm themselves. Um, you know, and this is just a way for your kids or any of your loved ones to, you know, talk to someone if they feel like they can't talk to you. Um, and their number is 1-800-273-8255. It's 1-800-273-8255. Five. And I'll also post this um, on our group chat in our link as well. And also you can send your kids to um, www.suicidepreventionlifeline.org. There's uh, get help there. There's some learning tools there um, as well as the phone number for them to reach out to. Um, and there's also support lines. Um, and even stories of how to help, you know, cope with the emotions that they're feeling. So please make sure that you give these tools to your kids, uh, talk to your kids about suicide, um, and give them all the available resources. Obviously, your local, um, you know, ER, teachers, doctors, um, me, you know, that are in your area that you can go to, 211 is always an option. And also, you know, as parents, we need to go to our kids' school and find out how they deal with, one, their bullying and tolerance policy, as well as their suicide prevention program. So they should have two of those at every school. And if not, then you need to get in the community and work with, you know, your community and your school officials to, you know, set up some sort of program for you. So I hope that these tools and information that I have provided to you and have educated you and gave you the knowledge that you need to talk to your kids about suicide. If you have any other questions or concerns, please don't hesitate to PM me or leave a comment below and I'll be sure to, you know, route you to the right, you know, person that can give you the advice if it's not myself. Until next time, guys, please talk to your kids. Thank you for tuning in.